Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Fitness Boot Camp Inner Circle Podcast with Georgette Pan and Jesse Stoddard. Well, it's Jesse. I'm back and uh, really excited today. We have uh, a guest on the line, uh, Dave Schmitz from Resistance Band Training. And this is part two. Uh, Dave uh, was on a, a previous podcast a little while back. How's it going, Dave? Very good, Jesse. How are you doing today? I am excellent. I'm excellent. We're going to have Georgette join us soon here, but um, well, I, th- I think we should just get going. I'm real excited to have you on. Um, for those of you that haven't had a chance to listen to the to uh, the po- the previous podcast, you're going to want to go back and do that because we had a great conversation before. Uh, Dave Dave's been in the industry for quite some time. Uh, you know, background in physical therapy. Uh, resistance band training has become a, a not just a, a really popular website, but it's a craze. It's something that I've used personally in in my training business and my boot camps. I've recommended it to many people. Uh, Dave's a really busy guy. He not only is creating content all the time, and uh, you know, creating ways for trainers to be successful with bands, but you know, he's also uh, doing you know a variety of other things in his life too. So. Um, Dave, I just would love to, if you could give us a really quick background just for, you know, for people that may have missed it, maybe let, let us know a little bit about what, you're, what who you are and your background, and then maybe tell us about all these, the new travels that you've been having, because I know you just had a busy week, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's been a busy, actually, two weeks. Um, very much so, yeah. Let me go ahead, you know, my background is as a physical therapist, um, and all the training, all the programming, all the um, development and the concepts that, that come with RBT.com and, and, and RBT systems was developed around rehabilitative um, programs. Um, and as I've told the story before, as I continued to rehab people, a, a, a light switch went on and said, why am I waiting for people to get hurt before I show them this stuff? Um, and so that evolved into training athletes and training fitness general fitness clients on the use of bands for those types of uh, aspects of fitness and performance. And uh, interesting enough, and obviously not a surprise, we started seeing a lot more improved function, um, elimination of joint pain, and uh, a lot of the problems that fitness people struggle with uh, with certain types of programs. And obviously the athletes, um, athletes got better. I mean, athletes got faster and quicker because we started focusing on um, the fundamentals of movement uh, and really kind of broke down movement and just had them work on simple things. And so that all started in 1996, and it's been kind of going from there. Uh, and we just keep developing and improving uh, our programming and systems and, and what we can offer to, you know, the different, uh, different people. And so that said, um, that's what it's about. And uh, the last couple of weeks has been really exciting because – I was able to actually attend my first um, international URSA convention. It was a trade show, 
um, where you see all these equipment from every single vendor in the world, I swear. And uh, it was the first time I had been at this event, and it was it was a very exciting event. Um, I was there, um, you know, obviously um, promoting and training with bands, um, but I was also working with a company called uh, Johnson Fitness who has a new um, – it's kind of like a cage system that you can attach bands onto. Um, and what they wanted was they just wanted me to come out and show people how to train with bands, attaching them to their system. So it was a, it was a lot of fun. Uh, enjoyed that. It was my first trip to LA. Um, and so that was a good experience as well. And so that was, uh, two weeks ago. And then, uh, last week was a really crazy week. I traveled to Louisville for three days, um, to meet with, um, um, kind of more of a corporate type meeting, but what was interesting is um, was able to meet with a lot of people that helped me every day do what I do, um, and was able to educate them a lot uh, more on on what we're doing at RBT. And you would think they would know, but you know we're all a virtual company these days, and so it was fun to see everybody eye to eye and work with them. Came back on Friday and flew out Saturday morning to do a, a workshop in Buffalo for a um, a very fast-growing um, fitness company that focuses uh, strictly on weight loss. And they brought me in because they want to go ahead and incorporate bands much more. They already are, but they want to bring them in a lot more um, to their weight loss programs because they find that people can easily do them. Um, and in their clientele, which are people that are obviously overweight and probably not as functional as, as we're used to, um, the bands are not only a resistant tool for them, but it, it's become a big assisted tool for them because they have people that you know literally can't squat or can't lunge or have problems doing uh, simple body weight exercises. And as a result of that, the bands allow them to go ahead and do that. So we did an all-day workshop on Saturday, and then I flew back early Sunday morning and got back home here um, and got my weekly content out for the week, and here I am. So that's... Uh, that's my rundown for the last few days. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I know we have Georgette back. Georgette, how are you doing? I'm good. I couldn't get a recruiter to stop calling my house phone, so I apologize for um, being a minute or two. But I caught it all. If physical therapists are still at, they're still calling, and they wouldn't let up, so I'm very sorry. No problem. No problem. Hi, Georgette. How are you today? How you doing, Jabe? I heard all of that, and I was tired just listening, but... <laughs> well, it's been fun. It's been fun, you know, and um you know, these are these are some of the things that come with it, but I, you know, don't get me wrong, I like staying at home too, so that's a good thing. Yeah. That was exciting so, about the uh the the company you said you were working with that at Ursa that um has attachments for bands. That yeah. Yeah. Thing I haven't yeah. heard of. It's going to be actually a, uh, a system that's going to come out hopefully in August. Um, oh. They're still kind of changing some things out, so it's a, it was a prototype. Um, but, it was yeah, it was a very neat piece of equipment. Um, what was interesting is as I walked around the trade show at Ursa, you know, I had some time to walk around and look at all the different facilities. You know, there's a lot of people that have bands uh, within their, their, you know, equipment or within their products. What was interesting is nobody was using them. Um, and that was kind of interesting to me, um, and I was able to talk to a few trainers uh, about that, and uh, it, I learned a lot of interesting things that I didn't know going in that I realize now um, could help us a little bit at RBT, help everybody else. 
because that gave me a little bit better understanding of why they weren't using them. Is that? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Why they? Why they? Yeah, I'm use Dave, I'm fascinated to hear what you have to say about that. I actually remember uh, I I was at an URSA years ago in Vegas uh, when we were opening up a gym because we were gonna you know we were being kind of wined and dined by Life Fitness to buy a bazillion dollars worth of treadmills and stuff you know and um, I remember walking through there being overwhelmed with all of this stuff but it was it was still and I don't know how it is now because it's been years but at the time it was it was all about bigger better. You know, if it doesn't cost a massive amount of money, it's not cool. And bands, I mean, you know, like you look at a band and, it's, you know, it just doesn't fit that mold. You know, it's kind of like it's not a $10,000 piece of high-tech machinery. So maybe I wonder if that's a little bit of a part of it or something. It's just, what do you think? What, what did you get? What kind of feedback you get? What did you learn? Well, I would agree that there's still a um, big um, – push because I think people want the sexiest thing out there. Um, and yet it's, it's interesting in that when you look at new trends coming up in fitness, um, besides high intensity interval training, which all of us on the line here and, and a lot of your trainers that are listening are well aware of. The other interesting thing is body weight training is becoming very uh, high, high tech involved, which is kind of interesting because you're talking about, you know, next to bands and body weight, um, you talk about probably the two simplest forms of training there is, and yet at URSA you had all of these companies with very high-tech, high-expensive equipment. And so I think that, you know, from a general consumer standpoint, joining gyms and things like that, I think you still have to have a lot of the bells and whistles. Um, but from a band perspective, the one thing that I really – that kind of hit me right between the eyes was – in talking to a few trainers about why they don't use bands or why they stopped using bands was because they said, you know, we were scared that the bands were going to break and hurt somebody. And I said, so that's not a, that's not a concern you have with a kettlebell or with a dumbbell um, or, you know, a person running on a treadmill that could potentially fall off the treadmill. You're not worried about that, but you're worried about a band. And they said, yeah. And I, that, you know, that hit me, that like, that really confused me because, you know, I've seen people step on a treadmill that didn't know how to walk on a treadmill, and yet nobody had taught them how to do it, and they weren't concerned about that. So right. what it, it made me start realizing is that, you know, and I always take a look at things from the inside out and, and look in the mirror a little bit and say, okay, why are they feeling this way? And, I, and so, you know, it's probably because we I haven't done a good enough job training them, um, and secondly, I think the perception of a band is like you said, Jesse, it's a band. It's a simple piece of equipment. You can use it as a last alternative to train with. And yet, in my world, an, uh, a resistance band is the number one thing you should have in your training program uh, because dead weight can come in multiple ways, but you can't bring in elastic resistance in multiple ways. Um, right. And so I think I, I think that it, it's just like sometimes you kind of get stuck in your own world, and as a result of it, you don't really see the real world for what it is. And the real world says, hey, we're not going to use bands because, number one, they're not sexy enough, and number two, they could break. Well, I, and I don't have time to teach people, and so I'm just going to give them a band to use. Well, if they don't know how to use it, they're going to break it. And, and so let's not give it to them. So it's really kind of a catch-22, but ultimately – 
I think it comes down to me being more persistent at RBT about teaching people the fundamentals of utilizing a continuous loop band and making sure that they feel much more confident about how to use it, how to progress with it. Um, I think it comes down to that. And so it's, it's definitely put a challenge out there for me to start saying, okay, I got something new to go after now because I got a lot of people to teach so they don't, they're not scared of using a band with their clients. Yeah, I find that. Yeah, that's ironic, actually, yeah. So anyway, that's, that's kind of the, one of the things I picked up on. Um, you know, and we can talk about the mistakes I see with people, uh, with trainers using it and how they can quickly correct those things. Matter of fact, I just did a blog post on that, like 13 things that people do or trainers use or make mistakes trainers make with you training with bands and how quickly they can be resolved by just simply most of the time just teaching your client. Dave, can you can you touch on uh, on that a little bit, or maybe a couple points from that blog? Uh, you know, for example, if if you're stand if you're if I imagine myself talking to one of the, these trainers, and and the concern is is it's going to break. Okay, let's just take that as an example. What do you say okay. about that? You know, because I know that you know all the technical specifications of the band, and you know how 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 far it can stretch before you have to be concerned and all that. Is that is that education the big part of the answer? I mean, is that what you, you just have to educate them real quick? Is it easy, or is this a bigger problem? Well, one of the, the first things is you have to understand that the world is built around convenience. And so as a result of that, whatever the most convenient way to get something accomplished is the direction that most people are going to go. So it was interesting that, you know, one of the things that the trainer said was, well, we stopped, we stopped running in bands, um, because people were falling. And I was like, people were falling. Okay, so explain to me how you were setting it up. And they said, well, we would take one band and we would attach it to a pipe and we'd have the person run in that. Well, one band person, a running, person running in one band, the starting tension on that band is going to be around 35 pounds. And when they get out two yards, which if they do get out two yards in one band, you're looking at about 50 to 60 pounds, maybe 70 pounds of resistance on that body at that point. Now you're going to ask the person to come back to their starting point, which is only two yards. They're only a half a yard off of, the, off of their attachment point. And if at any place in there they stumble in those two yards, um, they're only probably a, you know, a half a yard from hitting their body against their attachment point. So right there, you know, First of all, they're using too much tension. They should be using two bands linked together. They're only using one. And they're probably not showing people how to stop and come back in a controlled fashion, which in this case they weren't. So there were like four mistakes being made with what the most biggest, the greatest one being they were only using one band. And I said, well, why do you use one band? Well, it's, it's easy. We can just hook one band on and they can train with it. And I, you know, I was kind of scared to ask them what size they were using, but in most cases they were using like a small red band or, or a medium-sized band, which, I mean, isn't going to tolerate that type of training. So, you know, convenience was, number one, use one band. Number two, it doesn't cost me as much. And number three, uh, it takes up less space. Well, but it puts a big risk on the person. So that was, that was one interesting thing, that just the way they were using it. I, another thing that, that I found out was, as I asked them, I said, well, when you go ahead and you put a person in that running drill, I said, what's the first exercise you ask them to do? 
well, we just have them run out and run back. And I said, so there's no progression involved. And they said, no, we just have them run out and run back, run out and run back. So I said, so you don't teach them the movement without the band first. No, we don't do that. So you don't teach them how to accelerate out first and stop and walk back slowly, knowing that the eccentrics and the deceleration part of the band is going to be the greatest when they come back towards the attachment versus going out. Um, and you don't teach them how to get their feet in proper position before they start to go at a high rate of speed. And, and again, the trainer knew where I was going with this. But, but the point was that they don't use progression. And so, you know, I'll come back to you and Georgette. You guys right. use kettlebells. You, you right. train with kettlebells. You train with dumbbells. If you trained kettlebells and you were going to teach a person to get up, would you immediately have them go through the entire get up the first time? I know, I know where you were going. I was thinking the same thing with while you were talking. It just didn't sound like a problem with the band. It sounded like a problem with trainers. With the trainer, exactly. Yeah, with the progression. Dave, it's kind right. of funny. It's as if uh, we expect that just because we're using bands now, then all of the rules of of being a, a professional trainer and all the rules of physiology and anatomy, all that can be thrown out the window. There's no such thing as physics or gravity anymore. Because right. it's a band, you know, you just do whatever you want exactly. and it'll be okay. <laughs> well, exactly. the same thing with body weight, though, but with body weight training. I mean, you know, not everybody can do, I don't know, let's take a push-up. Let's take something simple. You know, sometimes you have to progress to that. Sometimes you have yep. to start with a wall push-up. I mean, some, you know, it's not just bands or weights that need you know, progression, it could be simply body weight as well, which is, like you were saying, extremely popular. But the point <laughs> is, it doesn't sound like a problem with the band at all. And, and you know. Yeah, and you're correct, Georgette. It's not a problem with the band. As a matter of fact, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a problem with the training component of it. However, right. the band is getting a bad rap here because right. it's, it's it's being the it's being the considered the you know the reason and and so and you know hmm. here's the other thing behind it is that elastic resistance is is create creates an ascending resistance and so you get accelerated eccentrics you get accelerated deceleration well those are pretty aggressive training concepts that you don't get with using a dead weight and so if you don't teach those movements well, um, you actually you actually can put a person in a little bit of a uh, uh, unsafe situation because of that type of resistance. So the exact reason you should be using bands because it's a unique type of resistance is also the same thing, same reason that people avoid them because they don't know how to teach uh, teach using an ascending resistance. So the the fact of the matter is though. The fact of the matter is it's, it's, it made me very eye-opening to say, hey, we've got to do a lot better job of teaching the trainers out there. And, and yeah. that's, that's, not, that's on me. That's not okay. their fault. It's on me and, and getting the word out. And so a simple podcast like today, hopefully we start getting the word out that, hey, if you, if you use the tool correctly, um, it can create results that you can't get from other tools. And but the key is we got to give you something out there that can allow you to teach the tool correctly, uh, and that's on me. Um, and right. so now I'm 
I've rejuvenated because of my travels the last two weeks, coming out and saying, okay, I'm going to get back out and figure out how to do it better to teach people. Um, I'm going to look at what I got out there, and if I have to kind of break it down into very simplistic forms, I, I'll start doing that. Um, so, you know, but that, that was the two biggest things. Um, you know, outside of that, um, the, the, the biggest thing I think I see also is I, I learned was, you know, Jesse, there's, and, and, and Georgette, there is a bazillion type of treadmills. And when you're at this Ursa convention and you say, okay, why, why would I purchase that treadmill over that treadmill? Um, you know, it, it doesn't come down to the treadmill. What it comes down to is who is going to assist, support, and provide the trainer that purchases the treadmill with the most support and customer service and, and just help build a relationship with that person that ultimately helps them become a better trainer. And both you and Georgette, or Jesse, you and Georgette do a ton to help trainers get better. And, and that starts by building a relationship. Well, you know what? The treadmill you buy is going to be based a lot on the person that is going to help you use that piece of equipment quick, correctly. And so that rejuvenated me a lot because RBT was originally developed as a training site. It was de- developed as a teaching and educational site. It was not developed as a site to sell bands. Yes, we sell bands. I think we sell hopefully the best band on the market. I, at least I feel it is. But there are a bazillion people out there selling bands. But there are not a bazillion people out there educating everybody right. on how to use them first. And so I thought that was pretty unique in that um, there's a lot of treadmills, there's a lot of bands, and the people that are going to buy from us, I hope, are people that want to not only just receive a great band, but more importantly, want to really learn how to use it. And those are the people I want to I want to interact with. So that was probably the other takeaway um, I came away with over the last two weeks with my travels. Yeah, excellent. That's excellent. And that's true. And I would love, actually, to see even an article on, even if it was progressions on some of the most difficult things. I'm not talking about band curls. I'm talking about some of the most, you know, difficult things that exercises using bands that that may require, you know, progressions and how to progress or regress or whatever. That would be an educational thing and how to, it's, you know, how to correctly use the band and what exercises can be done, what are progressions of it. It's the same thing with the, uh, the kettlebell, for an example. Um you know, buying a kettlebell is a whole lot different than using a kettlebell. And you're always mm-hmm. going to get somebody who's going to come and say, oh, no, kettlebell is dangerous. Hurts your back. Well, that's a blanket statement. And, act, you know what I mean? It's, and we could debate that one for years, too, because, you know, people are going to say, well, if you don't know how to use it, of course it's going to hurt your back. Right? <laughs> If if you're not using or doing it, so we've had that kind of feedback, you know, where we had to go and look at research and look, at, you know, and come back with a with a good answer that wasn't just like no, it won't, right. you know. But you know, you're you're always going to have somebody that's going to throw it, you know, a wrench into something and say, oh, these kettlebell swings, they're nothing but hurt your back. Oh, 
Well, yep. that's, you know, really, you know what I mean? That statement alone is really ridiculous, you know, and, and unless you're backing it up with something or, you know, actually it's been proven to what? Increase, you know, strength or whatever. So I'm using the kettlebell as an example because you mm-hmm. get a lot of the same controversy <clears throat> with it. Exactly, exactly. And so, you know, what's interesting is, you know, we do have two tools out right now. We have, obviously, the certification that helps people learn about bands and, and, and utilizing them. And within that within that tool, um, we have every exercise broken down and shown how to perform it. Um, and then we also have T360, which right. is a tool that we I created about a year ago that teaches you how to take uh, and implement bands into your training programs, be it a large group training program or a semi-private training program. And what I did there is I took six, six different elements of resistance band training mm-hmm. and broke it down into a step-by-step, session-by-session approach at how you go ahead and incorporate bands into it. And actually, you know, like, for instance, attachment-free training, where you don't need to do any kind of have the band attached to anything. We took that aspect and we just broke it down. And I said, now, here are the first three exercises that you implement, showed and provide them the videos for the exercise. Here's the next three exercises you put in on session two. And here's the next session, you know, here's session three and session four, so that by approximately six to eight sessions, you should be able to have implemented approximately eight to ten attachment-free exercises, the basic attachment-free exercises, and now you can go ahead and diverse off of those and create hybrid variations or progressions off of those once you've mastered them. So we actually have a tool in place that does that for the six different elements of resistance band training. But Obviously, when I'm now what I'm at is I'm going to look at that tool and say, well, is that tool serving its purpose? And I, I think it is, but as as with any product that you come out with, uh, or any training device or program you come out with, you have to keep looking at evolving it. And so I think that you know RBT 360 is a great place for trainers to start and incorporate bands. Um, but I'm going to continue to look at it and say, how can I evolve that and make it even better? Is that a course? And just a complete course. I think I'm familiar with it because we've, I've had it on my blog actually. But is that I just trying to get the distinction between a, sure. a, a certification, or is it just a course, which is right? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, Georgia. Yeah. The certification is actually, um, a, you know, a certification, a home certification where you go through right. materials and then take an exam and get certified. The RBT 360 is actually an is a implementation. I would call it a product versus a course. Okay. Um, but I think the idea of course is even better. And you've given me yeah. an idea, Georgette, already. Yeah. In yeah. that a course would probably be a better approach because it would spoon feed the information to trainers, you know, one week at a time, and so it would really allow them to kind of evolve with it versus. Right now, it's a product where they they look at they they get the product, they go to, for instance, the attachment free section, and that takes them through how to implement it, and they can read through it, and obviously they can progress through it at their own speed. I recommend like a six session 
pro approach where they take six sessions to implement it with their large group or semi-private group. Right. But the, the concept of a course is, yes. is an interesting thing, and, and I think yes. something that we want to continue to look at. I think that product can be made a course, yep. <laughs> or actually it might already be one. Maybe it just needs to be called one. <laughs> because you could be very right. Because that's what it is. So, And in that case, that's what trainers need to, to, to pick up, something that's an educational course, whatever you want to call it, and something that will teach them how to use it. Same thing with any other thing or piece of equipment that may need a little extra, like the kettlebell that we were talking about, that, you know, you may need, um, you know, a course on, you know, proper technique of certain exercises, and then you want to pick up something that you'll learn, um, you'll learn that specific stuff inside that educational piece or course or whatever it is. Same thing with the band. You, if you want to learn <laughs> anything that has to do with the, with the band and educational sense, then you would pick up this band, this course, which would teach you that. Because that's how, that's how I'm looking at it. Because if somebody wants to learn something, then they obviously have to go, aside from YouTube, to some place, you know, where they're going to get um, education in that, this, specifically talking about the band now, from an expert in that field, which would be you, if we're talking about bands. So, mm -hmm. you know, I would take a, a band course, whatever it is, and, you know, get my education that way, <laughs> rather than, you know, searching through four million YouTube videos or Googling and, and just, you know, coming across random stuff. So you would have a one-stop shop kind of thing. We have educational courses and various other products, but, you know, even how to use them in boot camps. I know you have one of them, but that's how I would kind of approach it if it were me. I'm teaching you now. <laughs> I don't no, mean to be lecturing you. No, not at all. I think that's a great, I that's a, you know, as we go, as you evolve, Georgette, and you you learn how to best teach people through online programs, um, you, you you know the old the old approach was to create a you know an uh, you know an info product or an information product, and, and then you know let people evolve with it. But I think where we need to go with it, at least with bands anyway, is we need to step back a level and maybe look at saying, hey, we need to create actual courses that last four weeks or six weeks or eight weeks. Um, because that is a better way to teach people than just giving them the entire, all the, all the information at one shot and then letting them kind of decipher through how they do the information. So I appreciate your thoughts on that, but I will say this. It's already been entered into my mind over the last week that um, I need to look at that. In the meantime, RV3, RVT360 is a, is a great product, but right. it, can become, it, can be, it can become a better product in how you format it. Um, right, so. right. And even with now with these fa private Facebook groups, it provides the opportunity to interact with the people who buy courses or products that are teaching products. And even a simple addition of something like that where people could correspond, ask a question, get feedback, I mean, that's extra value 
Mm-hmm. So and it's extra time on your part, you know, on your part. But it, it it does it does give the person extra, like I said, extra value. So you know, if you and I'm going to tell you personally, if I had a product that was here, here's an ebook course, or here's a, you know an another ebook course and video course that has an option for a group, a private group. I'm going to pick B because I know that I can correspond with the creator of the course and get any questions answered and have a group or a community. So I would pick B for that reason. It's like having somebody at your fingertips almost. It's almost like a little bit of coaching included. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you know, and, that's an, and that could be a simple, you know, addition because we're talking educational kind of stuff or kind of coaching in a sense, so it's not just an ebook and go watch a video, and that's fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Some people may opt for that, but me personally, I would opt for B because then I would have a group that I could go to if I have a question that was specific to me. Yep. So that's- and Dave, I, I can I can uh, uh, attest to your product. By the way, I wanted to mention this that. I have uh, the certification, went through the certification program, and I have RBT 360. So I want to commend you. They're both great products. I've enjoyed them. Uh, I still actually uh, haven't uh, gone through all of RBT 360. There's so much good stuff in there. Um, and uh, the, the, But I will say that I agree with Georgette. I think that one could be turned into a course, too. Or it could be like a, a separate course, or it could even be a, you know, a secondary level to the certification. Uh, either way, you've done a great job, though. I mean, this—that's. Right, yeah. I wouldn't. If anybody's listening to this, I wouldn't wait for Dave to change it into another format to get it. <laughs> you can get it now because it's really good. Right. And the course helped well, me immensely. I went through. I went yeah. through everything in there in a short period of time, and it literally changed the way I trained uh, my boot camp. Because I, oh. I used to use bands. I'd pick up an exercise or two from you on your blog. I thought, ooh, that's a cool idea, and I would implement it, and that was fine. And I think that I'm sure a lot of your listeners are doing that. But once I went through the course, I, it actually it actually helped me ask a more important question, which is why am I doing this exercise in my boot camp? And then, you know, how the progressions and the, the reasoning behind it and, right. and knowing, oh, well, you know, before you jump into having somebody do this crazy partner-resisted Spider-Man push-up backflip, you know, with bands hooked up all over the place, you might want to teach them, you know, this basic exercise first, you know, <laughs> and, and it was really helped me quite a bit, so I just wanted to commend you, I wanted to thank you for that, because it was a fantastic product, I still get daily value out of the certification course, and it really did change the way I train, so I wanted to throw that out there for you, too. Yeah. Well, thank you. The other thing that, you know, the other thing that I'll put out there is, I'm still kind of an old school uh, online company in that um, people that have purchased RBT 360 are also, and this goes for all our customers of RBT, but um, I have an open e- email invitation. So anytime people have questions about anything that we sell or any product that we have out, they will email and they'll get me. So, Very good. you know, I don't think a lot of our customers realize that, but they actually um, get the person in email or on the telephone that actually right. developed the product, which, you know, Georgia and Jesse, you guys know that in a lot of cases, companies that sell, 
information products, when you contact them, the first thing you get is usually kind of some type of phone, um, you know, automated phone message yeah. that tells them, hey, go here, go there, go here. If you have this question, go online to get this answered. You know, so with RBT.com, we have an 800 number. You're going to get a message, but that message comes to me. And so I return that call. And so if you email support or info or Dave at resistancebandtraining.com, you're going to get me, which a lot of people are very surprised at when they get that. But that's just the way I want to do things so that when we do create a product like RBT360, I can know right away, okay, what's good about it and what do we need to continue evolving with it. And so um, that's, that's something that at least right now, People that want to purchase RBT360 can go ahead and realize they, they're, they're going to have me at their fingertips. They just have to communicate and talk to me. Right. I'm like that, too, so that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. So, you know, and the other thing, the other thing I guess, the last thing, Jesse, and, and kind of bringing this back full circle, what I learned over the last two weeks is I got a chance to compare our bands to a lot of other um, elastic-based products. Um, and... Two things that I've learned. Number one, um, I'm very confident in our band because of what we do to prevent some of the little things that can happen with a layered band, like the top layer peeling back, um, the, the white powder that, that the bands are shipped in so that they, they um, ship more productively. We don't use that. We ship the band in its own individually uh, wrapped plastic band or bag so that we don't have to use that powder. That powder is irritating to people's skin and their eyes. If it obviously gets in their eyes, assuming you're going to grab the band with your hands, there's a good likelihood you're going to touch your eyes while you're working out. So those types of little things that that obviously people, when they purchase a band, aren't aware of, we have already gone ahead and said, hey, we're going to eliminate those things. So I feel good about that. The other thing that, um, you know, is, you know, one of the things that people have, have looked at is they said, well, we're going to protect people uh, and not uh, protect them from the band breaking by covering the band or the tube with a nylon sheet, um, yeah. you know, a nylon sheet. Well, what people don't realize with that is that as soon as you put a nylon covering over an elastic band, and I don't care if you have like an extra yard of, of elastic length in that nylon strap, ultimately you are going to create an endpoint to that band um, or to that t- tool. And if you have an endpoint on an elastic structure um, and I have you running in that elastic structure or I have you pulling with it or I have you being fairly aggressive with it um, and you don't watch where your endpoint is, you're going to get jarred. And we're going to start jarring the people's low backs. We're going to start jarring their shoulders, their knees, because you're going to create this abrupt stop and I mean it's going to be an abrupt one um, and so that's the one thing that comes with nylon covered sheets um, and the other thing it is is Jesse when you train with your bands you train outside a lot correct yes that is correct so, yes I've got yeah comments so on can you imagine time, can you imagine if it has a nylon cover over that band the, the what the um, hygiene factor of that band is going to become because now it's going to become, that cloth is going to become pretty dirty pretty quick. And not only that, it's going to get perspiration on it. It's going to, you know, it's going to have, there's going to be an issue with regards to keeping that band clean 
versus mm-hmm. if it's not covered, you know, you can take simple soap and water, uh, put it in a spray bottle, and clean your bands pretty quickly without any issues. But you're not going to be able to do that with a nylon-covered uh, tube or a flat band. So, you know, I looked at it and said, okay, yeah, that definitely resolves the problem that the band breaks. Uh, it will protect the band inside that nylon covering. However, you have now changed the dynamics of that band, and you've actually created a secondary problem with hygiene. So, you know, how long do you keep using that band if there's a if if, if, it, if it's dirty or unclean? Do your clients like that? You know, I don't know the answer to that, but I know that it's going to occur. Um, so, even though it protects them, uh, I think teaching and training and education is still a better way to go and not just cover the band with a nylon strap and now create secondary issues of potential injury, you know, cleanliness. And, you know, if you know that band's going to stop or break or or have an end point, you're not going to train as aggressively with it because you're scared it it could potentially hurt you. And so you're going to inhibit your reactions. Well, the whole idea behind what I train people to do is become reactive. Um, I want them to move naturally. Well, you're not going to do that if you're worried that that band has got an ending point on it. So those are some, that was two of the other things that I learned over the past week that, you know, uh, I think keeps me confirmed that we're going in the right direction. We just got to keep getting better. Right. That's a great example, Dave. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, I, I think that the, the fear factor of, of them getting down, of, of people getting hurt in them is, I think it's it's you know we all want to be concerned for our clients, but it is kind of ridiculous. I mean, it's like it's like relative risk. I think you you probably have a higher likelihood of getting struck by lightning than having like a serious injury. You know, if you're following if you're following the actual because when you when you buy bands from Dave, he comes he he gives you instructions that prevent all the stupidity right off the bat. He says, okay, do this, don't do that. You know, and so if anybody yeah. is reading like a list of ten things, they're going to be okay. You know, so it's right. nothing to be afraid of, and you don't get that. I mean, imagine how many shoulder injuries and rotator cuff injuries have people gotten from bench presses. <laughs> you know, like like about a bazillion, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Good point. It's, it's all relative. It, it's so funny to me being afraid yeah. of that is kind of like saying, well, we're not going to start a fitness boot camp or do any training because if people, you know, get their heart rate up, they could get a heart attack. So we better not. <laughs> You know, we better not exercise. It's pretty dangerous. In fact, driving to the location to work out, somebody could get in a car accident. We better not start a workout program because they might drive to the gym and get killed before they even get there. Whoa, we don't want that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's kind of relatively ridiculous. We look ridiculously low that well, you Jesse, would be hospitalized. Jesse, thank you for putting it that way because I feel – uh, a lot better about things <laughs> because I was like concerned for a while there flying back from Los Angeles going, wow, you know, how am I going to overcome that concern? Um, and then after I thought about it for a while, I thought, you know what, there's a lot of great trainers like you and Georgette that are using bands that are not having any issues at all. And, and I looked at that and said, you know what, it's because you guys have taken the time to learn about the tool um, there's a lot of other great trainers out there, and hopefully a lot of them that are online right now listening to us that that approach it the same way. And so those are the those are the trainers that 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 I'm going to go after working with. And for the ones that uh, want to assume it as kind of an alternative and not teach it, um, 
you know, I'll work with them as well. And, and ultimately, I hopefully I'll convince them that hey, if, with a little bit of progression, your clients can be really safe with this. Um, uh, and, you know, it, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get better through this. You know, we'll get better as a result of this, which is always the most important thing is learning and, and, and evolving with it. But, um, you know, it, it'll, be fun. it'll be fun to go ahead and, and pursue it. Well, you can yeah. quote me on that. You can put that in your next article yeah, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> you can say, you know, how does how does band safety compare to bench pressing or driving in your car to the gym? You know, which one's right, riskier? Or... And, uh, and, or, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've already wrote that down. Jesse, I could be. I'll tell you what. It's, it's spot on, though, because you think about it. I mean, there's dangers with everything, and, and you see people doing it from dumbbells to kettlebells to treadmills. It doesn't mean it'll never, ever happen. I've seen people fall off treadmills. They've, yep. they've scooted off backwards. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's, With all the new YouTube videos out there, uh, all those new yeah. videos on Facebook and YouTube where people are dancing, you know, there's like dance competitions on treadmills now. So uh, <laughs> it's a new world, isn't it? <laughs> well, you, Dave, you probably you, could you find a ton of them. Of a, yeah. <laughs> Dave, you mentioned you might have backwards. a coupon code or, you had some coupon that you or, or some special oh. offer that you wanted to mention to Georgette and I or, or our listeners. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yeah. Well, and again, with with this, with all the education and processing that I came over the last couple weeks, I thought, you know, I, the best the best thing I can do right now is offer people the, the RBT 360 um, right. because I think it is a tool that they can use right now to install and, and get bands more acclimated into their training programs and so what i'd like to be able to do is either get you or georgette or both of you um a link to a uh, link to a site that um provides a rbt 360 at a $100 discount which makes it a $99 product versus 199 um you know and considering there's eight manuals in there there's there's six right. different ways to progress fans it's it's a pretty reasonable priced product for everything that they get and so I would like to go ahead and see if I could get that out to you guys to then disperse out to your to your um, listeners, if, that's, if that works for you guys. Yeah. If there's a coupon code they need or they don't need, just let me know that. Is that I Matt will. still in uh, – would he be emailing the page or is it you? Either one, I'll look I, for I will. Actually, I'll, I'll go ahead and send out the page to you. Uh, okay. Both, I'll, I'll either I will or Matt will will send okay. out the link to both you and and Jesse so you can use it. Okay, sounds awesome. That's great, man. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. And post You're it welcome. under the bo- podcast. We'll put it underneath the uh, uh, podcast, actually, <laughs> on the blog. That would be great. That would be yeah. great. And so mm-hmm. again, I think, and again, everybody that that understands that when you when you get that product, start going through it. But Jesse, and you've done this too. Hey, email me. Just right. put Dave before resistancebandtraining.com and email me. I'd be happy to help you walk your way through it. Um, it's not the perfect course that we talked about earlier, but you know what? It's definitely um, I can hold your hand and work you through it and help you through it if you need be. That's kind of what that's what I like doing. So please utilize that as a resource as soon as you pick up RBT 360. Right. Well, one of the things I I emailed you about Dave was the Ring of Fire. Excuse yes. me, the Ring of yes. Fire, yeah, and uh, that was that's one of my favorite ones, by the way, and it's where you have everybody in the bands at the same time, and instead of attaching it to you know a wall, everybody's attached to each other, 
That was fun, <laughs> and uh, I, I had to email you to figure out that the center ring was the the the, the uh, double XL uh, blue band, right? The uh, the big boy. Exactly. And yep. and you emailed me back really quick, and I was like, wow, yeah, Dave actually answers his emails. It's great. <laughs> so, <laughs> what a novel novel idea, huh? Yeah. Novel no, concept, yeah, fire. yeah. Maybe next time. So. Maybe next time we have a podcast, we can I can put together a uh, we can talk about the Ring of Fire because it's a great great setup. It's a lot of fun, but too many people go to that setup first. Uh, and Jesse, I would I would say that you know just not diverting into that right now. But the Ring of Fire is in a partner attached setup where you can do multiple partners attached together at one time. Do you think that's a great place to start, or do you think you should probably do like maybe two people attached together first? <laughs> yeah, and, you should, probably, let have, them get used you to should that. probably have two months of workouts with bands right, before but, you even attempt it, is what I would say. I would do this. Thank you. Probably start with thank the two, you. but you know what? Those are all good things, great things for boot camp. Outdoor boot camps, indoor boot camps, oh, doesn't matter. So, you know, yeah. we should talk about that next time, or even. Yeah. We will. Now, I, Dave, I will Dave, have. I was going to say, with the couple minutes we have left, uh, tell us, you know, just what what's in the future for Dave Schmitz. What are you working on? What are you excited yeah. about? What's uh, coming down the pike for you? Well, a couple of things. Number one, we are going back on RBT.com, and we're going to start re- revising the site and making it much more um, what I will call, uh, for better say, word, more roadmap specific, so oh. that when a trainer comes to our site and they click on the fitness professional link that's right on the first page, they're going to be taken into a page where I'm going to start answering their questions. I'm going to start saying, hey, if you're looking for this, if, if this is a struggle, if you're, you know, under, want to figure out how to, you know, choose the number of bands or choose the correct bands for your site or for your boot camp, any questions that I've come up with um, or have, have answered over the last 15 years from trainers through email what I'm going to try to do is put that into a roadmap so that they can get their answers quicker than having to email me. Um, so, and then we're going to, you know, from that, the, all the resources, all the free resources that, that I have available to people, they'll now be able to find based on what they're looking for. So if you're looking for, you know, you come to the site and you say, well, I'd really like to figure out where uh, like at least five to ten good core of download type training workouts. Where would I go to get that? Well, you click on fitness, you know, fitness professional, you'll come to the site. It'll say something to the effect of here's uh, workouts for, for your boot camp. You go to that and I'll have workouts set up under categories so you can just click on the ones you want to look at. So see, it'll be much easier. And we're going to do the same then for fitness consumers and the same for coaches at, that are at training athletes. It's going to be about a six-month process because I'm, I'm putting it together myself, but my goal is to have the trainer one done uh, within the next probably three weeks, and then we'll start with the fitness consumer one and then go from there. So that's probably the most exciting thing because RBT.com definitely needs a facelift. Everybody realizes it. Um, it's just how do we set it up to make it the most effective we can Outside of that, I've got a couple other workshops and, and speaking engagements that I have coming up in the next um, couple of months. Um, I'm in Chicago in the middle of April, and uh, and then I also have for all you for all your um, listeners that are coaches. And when I say coaches, 
meaning oh. they they work with athletes. Uh-huh. I do I do an annual um, coaches only speed and agility workshop every year. It's a, it's actually a fundraiser for our local community. It's something that I do to give money back to the community and help help the sports programs in our local high school and middle school develop. And so every year I do this, and it's May 2nd this year. Um, it's an all-day clinic, um, and what I do is I let coaches come in, and they can actually bring an athlete with them. And I will actually train that athlete that day so that they not only get a chance to watch it, they can videotape it, but their athlete will go through it. So now when they go back to their high school or back to their sports organization, they actually have an athlete that went through the training that can help the coach teach the other athletes. And it's something I did about four years ago. It's been a great success. Um, the athletes come in, and we have a lot of fun with the athletes and training. Um, last year I had like 25 athletes that came in and trained. Um, it's just a lot of fun because it puts me on the spot. You know, it makes me train athletes that never used bands before, and it's how, could, how good can I get them in one day. And the coaches are, like, pretty amazed at how quickly these athletes pick up on the training and, and actually get significantly better in, in, within in front of their eyes. So that's coming up May 2nd. Um, and like I said, May 10th or April 10th, I'm doing a Chicago all-day event, um, which is just RBT Live, um, an all-day event um, in Chicago. So if there's listeners out there that want to come in and learn directly from me about how to train with bands and get it strictly directly from me, um, April 10th would be a great time for them to do it. And I can get you links on that as well if you don't mind um, letting them know about that. That would be awesome. I'd really appreciate it. Cool. That's great. Awesome. Thank you. So outside of that, that gets me to May, Jesse. And then um, come June 1st, I, I start my local camps where we have about 250 athletes training for six weeks um, with a lot of band training. And so that's uh, that's going to be here before I know it. Wow. Busy man. Yeah, it's fun stuff. All fun stuff, though. It's uh, I enjoy all of it. Um, and doesn't seem like my body's slowing down any, so I'm going to run with it as long as I can, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, the, it was fantastic having you. I, I, I don't. I think I can speak for both Georgette and I. We enjoy. We enjoy having you on. We probably have to have you on again. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, really appreciate you. Any anything else, Georgette, you want to ask, Dave? No, I would. I'd like to have Dave back on now because there's a few things you just said that, you know, we could cover, definitely both for the fitness pro and for the coaches. I'd like to hear more about the, you know, the Ring of Fire and that stuff, and then I'd also like to hear about the uh, speed and agility uh, camps. Very good. Excellent. Okay. We'll do. Just any last words, Dave? Whenever you have time. I'm sorry, Jesse. What was that? What was that? Any last words? No, you know, just everybody just, um, you know, continue to trust the band training. It, it really does make a difference. And, you know, over the last couple of weeks, um, you know, at least a handful to 10 other trainers now see the, see the impact it can. And so, um, you know, I'll help you out. And just keep in mind that they always, you always have a resource with me uh, whenever you need it. Uh, and outside of that, thanks for having me on today. And you know the invitation is open to you guys. Whenever you want me on, I'm more than happy to come on and, and talk RBT. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, guys. All right. Have a great Happy day. Have a great day, you guys. You too. Bye-bye.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.